Hello everyone. Welcome to my next video. So today I'm going to talk about the sacredness of the cow and what is it that makes the cow so sacred to Hindus and uh, you know what are the different aspects of a cow which make the cow so intrinsic to our culture not just um, you know as an animal tied somewhere in a cow shed but it makes it like the center of our lives right so i'll go point by point there are several things i would like to say and in this video i'm giving a more like a summary because if you really start going in depth there's a lot to say so first thing first cow is an animal which is considered sacred in all sects and subsects of hinduism or sanatan dharma as most people like to call it so there are many things which are very different from one sampradaya or one sect to another right so for example the um, you know the ishta devata the way you worship the place you worship the items you offer when you worship all these things vary immensely from one sect of hinduism to another right but there is one thing or rather i should say there are two things which are common throughout all the sects of hinduism one of them is the pranava sound the om sound and the second thing is the cow so the cow is considered to be holy and sacred in all the sects of hinduism so it is not just the you know ideology of just one group of people or something it is the sacredness of millions and millions and millions of people for thousands of years okay so while some people may be more proactive may be more loud or maybe more uh, you know vehement in protecting the cow the belief and the sacredness itself is intrinsic to all hindus worldwide i'm not just talking about india worldwide right so now why is the cow considered so sacred you may ask me and many people do ask so see the first thing is that first of all in hinduism all animals are considered sacred so every animal has some aspect of divinity attached to it that is the first thing and the second thing is the cow is considered to be the most sacred now the cow is uh, considered to be like a mother for all animals so the kam dhenu which has mentions in uh, many sacred texts is actually the mother of all animals right and she is the one who nurtures all so even if we take the cow the everyday cow the uh, indian cow every literally every item the cow gives is actually useful to humanity and to mankind for multiple purposes right so there are many many aspects to it exactly how all these items are useful but for this uh, particular uh, video i will focus more on the sacred aspect of the cow so there is uh, there are several mentions of where all the items got from a cow are used in hinduism and these mentions are found in almost all our sacred texts there is hardly any uh, text where uh, you know they are talking about different rituals or different practices and the cow is not mentioned right so i'll go uh, first by the kamika agama and i'll explain uh, what all mahadeva has said in the kamika agama 
about the items got from a cow and uh, you know what all places they are used so the uh, one of the first things which mahadeva says in kamika agama is the bhasma snan so as many of you would be knowing mahadeva uh, loves bhasma and all the devotees of mahadeva also apply bhasma on themselves as a mark of devotion and love for mahadeva but it is beyond that so what mahadeva has said in the kamika agama so just for your reference kamika agama is one of the most ancient texts for hindus it is an extension of the vedas and it was revealed directly by mahadeva himself to saptarishis so now in the kamika agama he is actually talking about a bhasma snan and he is explaining it as a process of purification of the body he is not saying that do it only for out of devotion yes of course devotion is the juice of our lives in hinduism but he is actually giving the reason the spiritual and physical reason of how it is going to purify you right so he has explained the different types of bhasmas which can be prepared in decreasing level of uh, desirability or purity so all these uh, are made from the cow dung so all of these bhasmas which mahadeva has described are made from the cow dung by burning the cow dung using a special process and chanting special mantras to energize it so i'll just read some of the translation of the verses if i read all the verses and all the translation it's going to be very long but i'll give the references so this is um verse numbers uh, 42 and 43 the fiery bath is capable of yielding both the worldly enjoyments and the final liberation and it should be done with the sacred bhasma based on the different varieties of bhasma such as kalp and others this fiery bath is considered to be of four types kalp anukalp upkalp akalp these are the four varieties of bhasma of these kalp is the most supreme if kalp is not available other kinds of bhasma may be used now then he goes on to describe the entire process of preparation of the bhasma from verses 45 to 48 i'll read out the meaning quickly the cow dung of those cows which are not affected by any disease and other ailments and which are in the color of blue black or brown should be collected such cow dung should be collected right in the space itself it should be collected in the lotus leaf or such other leaves it should be collected with the recital of the sadyo jata mantra and it should be kneaded in the shape of a round ball with the recital of vamadeva mantra it should be dried in sanctified ground and burnt in shiva fire with the recital of aghor mantra the kalp bhasma is obtained in this way so this is the description of the most sacred bhasma as per mahadeva's text and this bhasma snana when you apply it all over your body it is said to give you make the body ready for experiencing life in its fullness and liberation itself so you can understand the importance and the relevance of just one uh, you know product for lack of a better word of what a cow gives right that is uh, a an actually a sacred process now there are many other uh, you know places where the 
different parts, the different uh, you know products of a cow find mention in the Kamika Agama. Literally, there are it's all over the text. So I'll go and describe some more. But before I do that, I'll just give you an idea that literally in every Anushthan, in every ritual, in um, you know every energization or pran pratishtha process, at least one of the products of the cow are used in some form of the other. So there are five. They are called the Panchigavya and they are the, um, the cow milk, the cow curd, the cow ghee, the cow urine and the cow dung. Right? Now these are the five, they are called the Panchigavya and Mahadeva in the Kamika Agama has given a very elaborate detailed process for preparing the Panchigavya. And wherever the composition of preparing the Panchigavya is varying, is different from one ritual to the other, he has given those instructions as well. So this Panchagavya is used to cleanse and purify any space before you install any deity, before you install any other sacred uh, you know, item into it. So even in a Yagya, the Panchagavya is used first. Even in the construction of a temple, the Garbhagriha of a temple, in the foundation, the Panchagavya is used. In, um, in, during worshipping the deities, the Panchagavya is used to clean the space and to it is applied all over the space. Now, uh, as I said, like the process is different for different, different rituals and those details are given in the Kamika Agama. But it is at least used in every ritual wherever this um, purification is required. And uh, there are several places where he has clearly mentioned that just the darshan of a cow can actually yield uh, you some really good results or release you from some karmas. And there are certain types of spaces where, um, and there are certain types of karmas which are given for which, you know, if you want to be liberated from those, you actually need to either worship a cow or have darshan of a cow in a certain, you know, situation. So I'll just read out. So um, one of the other things mentioned in the Kamika Agma are that even the dust from the feet of a cow are considered to be very, very valuable. So it's not saying this for the dust of the feet of humans. We have to notice this. It's a very remarkable thing. But Mahadeva has actually called this as one of the processes of purification. He's termed it as Vayavvisnan. And he has said that when the cows are moving about, the sadhak should walk behind them and get himself bathed with the dusty particles raised by the wind from the feet of the cows. This should be done with the recital of the Tat Purusha Mantra. This kind of bath is known as Vayavvisnan and is considered to be the first and foremost kind of bath. So you can imagine that even the wind and the dust from the feet of cow is considered to purify you. That is the extent to which the cow carries sacredness for us as Hindus. Now because uh, Manusmriti is cited everywhere for many many things, I wanted to cite some examples from Manusmriti also where similar sentiments are said and in Manusmriti many um, places where cow is mentioned as giving uh, liberation or giving good auspices to the person. 
similar ideas are also mentioned in the kamika agama now one of the things is the godan the donation of the cow or donation is not the right word actually dan is the correct word so the godan is considered to be one of the highest dans in hinduism in manusmriti they have given all the goodness or all the punya that a person accumulates by giving different types of dan but the type of uh, punya you get after doing godan is it is mentioned as uh, it's a very rough translation to the world of the sun what it actually means is you get all the great qualities and all the great uh, gunas of the sun when you do the godan so when you do the godan you are actually incurring you're bringing in all those uh, great auspiciousness into your life which is symbolized by the sun this surya is a devata for us so it is symbolized uh, it symbolizes a lot of great qualities and you bring those into your life now um, there are many places uh, i could go on and on but there are many places where the panch gavya or one of the items of the cow are mentioned as a way of liberating yourself and also as a way of performing some rituals now in addition to this now this so far i've only been talking about the ritual aspects of it and uh, you know the sacredness of it now the charak samhita has references to different one of these panchagavya all over the text and all of these are used in medicinal ways and for multiple um, healing of disorders so there are multiple multiple places it's literally all over the text either the milk or the ghee or the gomutra or the cow dung one of these or all of these in different permutations and combinations are used in multiple ways in ayurved as given by the charak samhita alone and i'm only referring to the charak samhita here but there are several um, texts of ayurveda as you might be knowing so this i went into such details and into such length to describe the you know the usefulness and the sacredness of what we get from the cow just to drive home the point that the cow is inseparable from our hindu culture be it worship or be it day to day life we use cow milk to worship the linga even that process is given in the kamikagama we use something from the cow for literally every aspect of our life in hinduism so the cow is not just sacred she is definitely sacred we revere the cow because she gives so much but it is inseparable from our lives it is not a joke right and nowadays because of the modernization and the advent of technology a lot of these practices have been forgotten have been damaged have been disconnected but that does not take away its importance we need to come back to that to make our lives richer just because some people have forgotten these practices or the importance of these practices does not mean they no longer hold good that was forgotten due to maybe many political reasons and you know many vested interest groups try to destroy our culture but that does not somehow make the cow less important if you get what i mean 
Now, I'll just give a one more short example of from the Upanishads. There are two Upanishads, uh, Chandogi Upanishad and Shveteshvara Upanishad. In both of these Upanishads, there are similar stories of two characters. One is Satyakama Jabla and the other is um, Shvetaketu. They're asked by their gurus to raise cows when they go and ask him for enlightenment. Right now, this young boy, uh, I'll take the example of uh, Satyakama Jabla. He goes to his guru Gautama and asks him for enlightenment that, you know, master, I've read and learned everything you asked me to do. Now, what else do I have to do to get enlightenment? And the master says that, you know, I'm giving you these weak and thin cows. Now you go and you raise them, you rear them, you nurture them. Come back when they become thousand. Come back only with thousand cows, right? So this is the practice given to Satyakama Jabla by his guru. For what? For enlightenment, for Jeevan Mukti. I'm not talking about moksha. I'm not talking about liberation when you die. I'm talking about living as a liberated soul. So this boy goes away with his cows and he comes back with um, you know, thousand cows. And the moment the guru says, Tattvamasi, he immediately gets enlightened. So the cow radiates qualities which are so divine that if you just spend time with a cow, in nurturing the cow, in you know taking care of the cow, in you know just being friends with the cow, like how Krishna did, you can actually imbibe their qualities, the quality of endlessly nurturing, the quality of innocence, the quality of nurturing, like caring for the people around them. You know that bholapan which we say. So the cow radiates many divine qualities itself, which was given as a spiritual practice to students. So they can be ready for enlightenment because apparently not like, you know, no amount of knowledge, no amount of uh, practice may have prepared that boy to be in that ready space where he can just immediately imbibe the essence of the words of his master. For that, you need to drop all resistance inside you. Your logic means to have become completely matured. So when you spend time with a cow, that is what it does to you. So... In all in all, what I'm trying to say is that the cow is extremely sacred and extremely important. She's at the center of the entire universe of Hinduism. So there is absolutely no question. So thank you for watching and look out for my next videos. And um, as I said, there is absolutely no question of slaughtering a cow to a Hindu and that is not something um, any Hindu would be okay with.